You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know where to run. You better count your money when you're sitting at the table. Baby, 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 baby. Alright, welcome to the Sheepsville FC podcast. Episode 4, I believe. Um, it's currently 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, which is early for a lot of people. Uh, not me. This is, this is late in the day. This is like... In football terms, this is like the 84th minute or something of the game. For me, because I'm usually up the back of five, so, um, but I need to keep my voice down, uh, so I don't annoy my neighbours. Don't want the, don't want the woman that lives above me thinking to herself, "Oh my God, why is this? Why is this weirdo under my flare talking?" To himself like he's a fucking game show host. So um I need to keep my voice doing a little bit for this. Uh I'm, I'm assuming you want to know that I've just had a cup of coffee, some Weetabix, some rent to go, just like the adverts. I could quite easily go and build Rome in a day and build Noah's Ark. Cause I've had three. Just like the guy with a fucking voice. You build a room? It's day. You must have had your way to mix. Uh, well, he's not quite built it though, is he? He's still got grouting to do in the fucking Roman baths. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, We're here to talk football, I guess. And... Uh, I realise I didn't do a review episode for Euro Euro twenty twenty slash twenty twenty one. Um but yeah, so fuck. <clears throat> Here's the review. Thank fuck England didn't win. Would still be fucking hearing about it just now if they did. So God bless Chiellini, God bless Bonucci. And Forza Italia. Um, so yeah, there's your fucking Euro 2020 review. <clears throat> uh, I'm not going to be talking about the Olympics football. Because, let's face it, who gives a flying fuck? Um, we couldn't care less about most of the Olympics, to be honest. Um, I keep hearing other stuff as like, oh, so-and-so has won a fucking bronze medal in the fucking dressage. I don't even know what the fuck dressage is. I mean, I know it involves, like, is that, is that one of the ones that involves horses? One of the posh sports? The, in one of the equestrian events, is that what it's called? Where they ride horses and they get them to jump over things. 
and it's significantly less enthralling than horse racing. Because you don't have, like, the, the commentators can't, like, they don't have to talk so fast that they're almost, like, running out of breath. They almost have, like, they almost suffocate or have a heart attack by the end of the race. It's just like, oh, man, man that, was a, that was a nice jump there. I'm coming, coming up to the next fence and let's see what they've got in store for us here. It's like, oh, he's clipped the, bar, the top bar there. Like, that's going to lose points for the judges. And Fuck off. <laughs> Fucking boring. Uh, track and field is track and field. Did, did, did anybody give a shit about the shot put? Or fucking, like I know a lot of people like the the hundred meters and the two hundred meters and the and the fucking the running basically, because a lot of people seem to like running nowadays. Um, during the well, obviously during lockdown there was I obviously couldn't find anything else to do, like any normal person like sit and watch Netflix, all day, to the point where every time you talk to your friend it's like did you see that film did you see this series have you watched that yet. You're like, no. <laughs> I've got other interests. Besides Netflix and running. I mean, learn a fucking instrument. Read a book. Eat. <laughs> Do something. Other than just fucking running and watching TV. Um... But yeah, anyway, I'm just fucking waffling here, as usual. Um, so yeah, the big news, the, the fuck the Olympics, fuck the Euros. The big news in the football just now is that Messi is not going to be staying at Barcelona. It's all over Twitter, all over the social medias, all over the fucking sports news broadcasts. And I've got to be honest, I'm absolutely tired of it already. It's almost as if the entire fabric, the entire concept of football has been put through the fucking shredder because Messi won't be playing for Barcelona. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Am I the only one that's getting kind of fucking bored of, like... The dominance of one or two players. That's how it was so good to see Ronaldo struggle. Or Juventus last season. I was like, finally. A bit of a drop off. Like, finally, it's not all about fucking Ronaldo. It's like, there's other, other players and other teams that are fucking getting the better of him. And then obviously Messi last season, like, he had a... Tough season with Barcelona. Well, Barcelona had a tough season. He didn't. Um, and Atletico winning the title and all that kind of stuff. But it still feels like La Liga is just the messy show. It's just like, like, it's annoying. As someone who watches La Liga quite often, it is annoying that it's just always messy, 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 messy. messy. Top of every fucking list. And I'm 
I've got to be honest with you, I'm actually kind of glad to see the end of that. And I'm not saying that Messi isn't one of, if not the best football player in history. Because he is. And it's amazing, he's amazing to watch. Um, his, his talent is fucking unmatched, it's incredible. And I'm not saying I'm not grateful for being able to witness that. What I'm saying is, I've had my fucking fill of it. And I want to see a more level playing field. And that's what we're getting with La Liga now. The whole reason that Messi can't play for Barcelona anymore, even though he wants to, is because, financially, La Liga are making things more equal. I read like somewhere on, like somebody on Twitter was saying that um, some fucking company have bought 10% of La Liga or something, and they're firing money in, and 90% of that money goes to the teams in the league. Um, and and it was something like 50% of that money um, has to be shared equally between all the teams and then all the the rest of the money after that gets divvied up some way like whether whether it's club stature or whatever it gets divvied up some way Um, but what that does is it gives these smaller teams, like the, the teams that are lower in the pecking order, are a bit more of a, a financial platform, like a bit more security um, in that area um, to push on and start challenging more, like, and sort of push themselves up the table and make things a bit more um, competitive. So it's not just fucking... Barcelona, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid running away with it every fucking year. Um, it probably still will be for like a, maybe a, like the next five years or something, but um, well maybe not so, sooner or later um, the other teams should start catching up. Um, fuck Sevilla nearly did last season. So uh, I guess it can't be that far off. Um... So yeah, like I, I really don't understand like the big deal, like Messi leaving and then like fucking is getting getting on my tits are these cunts fucking, they've probably watched about three La Liga games, in their whole fucking life, sitting there going, oh it's the end of an era. Messi no longer at Barcelona, how will we ever be able to view it the same again? Like, well, you're not going to watch it now, are you? The only reason you watched the fucking three games is because Messi was playing in them. Probably three L classicals. That's it. And like, oh, it's the end of an era. It's like fucking. If you watched like La Liga, you'd understand why this isn't necessarily a terrible thing. It's maybe a terrible thing in the sense that like it's going to take eyes off the league. Um, because obviously people that like like me or people that like outside of Spain. Um, maybe only watched La Liga because Messi played there and previously because Ronaldo played there and the Messi-Ronaldo rivalry all that shit um, but 
who cares? That's why that's that's why I, I one of the reasons why I'm liking the way that the league is going is because it's going the opposite way to the Premier League. The Premier League is like is going so fucking oh more money, more money, more this, more exposure, get get all eyes on us, we're the fucking best. Give them more money. Yeah, who gives a shit they've spent this amount? Fuck everybody else. We're the fucking Premier League. That's their attitude. And it's just money, money, money. The players come over for the money. They don't give a fuck about the teams. They don't give a fuck about the fans. They don't give a fuck about anything. But their fucking bank balance. And their brand. So every fucking player is a fucking brand now. Fucking hell. You're a human fucking being, mate. Calm your fucking cell right down. So yeah, like it looks like Messi's going to be going to Paris Saint-Germain. Well, at least they're in talks anyway. So you can hook up with his best mate Neymar. Um, but then seemingly PSG will have to sell Mbappe. To sort of like keep the... <laughs> to keep the financial fair play boys at bay. As if they're ever going to be at the door. The financial fair play guys at UEFA are basically like the TV licensed people in this country. Where like they're they're just completely fucking useless. Like they they come to the door and they're like, Oh, I'm from the TV licensing department, it's like I I just want to talk to you about your TV license and whatever and he like I slam the door in their face. It's like fuck you. You know, get out of my fucking house. <laughs> I don't have to fucking tell you shit. And that's what it's like with financial fair play. And even when they, even when financial fair play do their fucking investigations, they find fuck all. And there's no punishment. Or they do find something and then they punish them and then they take it back later on because they appealed it. Because they went, a bit... <laughs> We don't. We don't want to be punished. We'll be better. I'm sorry. And I go right. Okay. We have our bands lifted. Just pointless. Fucking useless organisation. That. There's a point in having a law in place if you're not going to apply it. But anyway, yeah. Messi go to PSG, another fucking two titles for PSG, um, because let's face it, who knows how much longer Messi's going to play, and I kind of think that's daft, like, I know Messi, like, for, like, obviously he's the greatest player of all time, um, but... You're only going to get one or two, maybe three seasons out of him at his age now. Um, for as good as he is. Mbappe's still young. And is probably going to be in the conversation for like the best players in the world over the course of the next, or however long he plays. So wouldn't you rather keep him? 
and like sort of focus on like like long term rather than the short term gain of getting messy in. I don't know. It's just it maybe something to think about. Um, but the situation at Barcelona is pretty funny. On the verge of fucking bankruptcy. It is fucking hysterical. Because again, and this is what the fucking Premier League needs to fucking understand, is that Barcelona are in this position because of all, like, the spending too much fucking money. You can only, you can only generate so much revenue. Um, and Barcelona are one of the most famous clubs in the world. So if they can't generate enough revenue to fucking to overlap their fucking wage bill then that should be a warning sign to like every other club in existence. We keep offering these fucking ridiculous contracts to players, okay, maybe you could say the Messi deserved it, but like you've got players that are on like three hundred grand a week that fucking don't even fucking deserve it. Three hundred grand a week just to fucking sit picking splinters out their fucking anus, sitting on the bench. So what's the fucking point of that? You're just waste throwing money away. You're fucking chucking bank cards into fucking incinerators. You know what I mean? It's fucking ludicrous. And I don't understand why they can't see, like... And I don't understand either, like... Someone about, like, a Graham Hunter on Twitter was saying that, um... Seemingly... Um... Foot, foot, like, well, Laporta, the president of Barcelona, said... Uh, was quoted as to saying that... Foot, the football industry in general recommends that you're... Wage bill um, equals sixty five percent of your overall revenue, and Barcelona's was sitting at one hundred and ten percent. So their wage bill was ten percent more than their revenue, and with Messi leaving, not or not signing a new contract, that takes it down to 95%. And that in itself is incredible that fucking Messi was earning 15% of fucking Barcelona's revenue. That's a fuck that's quite a big fucking chunk like for one one man to fucking get. Um and obviously 95% is still fucking too much, but at least they're under at least they've got 5% there. They're 5% in the fucking red. No, in the black, sorry. No, the reds would be the fucking 10% when they were over the top. I always get mixed up between the red and the black shit and fucking green and all these different colours that they think. And they're just like, are you fucked or you're no fucked? Um, so yeah, like... But I I don't what I don't understand about it is like they've took Messi off and it's still at ninety five percent. They say it has to be at sixty five percent. So why 
are Barcelona able to register Aguero and, and Memphis Depay? Because they kind of be on fucking small wages. Surely that's going to take it over the 100% threshold. You would imagine on two players. Two, two top tier players that are going to be earning a lot of money. Because unless they're on like fucking five grand a week. Surely that's... I, 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 don't, I just don't understand how that works to be honest. But yeah, Laporta said himself that Barcelona are on the verge of bankruptcy. But apparently they've got solutions. So we'll wait and see what the fuck that is. Um, but it makes you wonder how far behind them, like the likes of Real Madrid and that are. Because Real Madrid are, ha- are having to cut their fucking like bills and everything like that. Like, that's how they've, they've got rid of Varane, Sergio Ramos. Um, I'm sure there was like somebody else that they were getting rid of. Who else has left Real Madrid? Fuck, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, they've got uh, they've got to cut their bills as well, so they can't be far behind Barcelona in that respect. But it's going to make like that's what I mean. Like the whole thing just makes La Liga more interesting. Because Barcelona and Real Madrid, for once, are fucking struggling. So it'll be interesting to see how they cope and how the other teams take advantage of that. Because for all like the the star power that those clubs have got, um, like they say everybody like off Real Madrid and Barcelona come calling you don't say no to them and whatever like that it's like well when you think about the position that they're in maybe maybe this is one time where you could say no and be like mm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to fucking leave it to be honest that doesn't sound very stable to me so I think I'll I think I'll fucking hedge my bets elsewhere Uh, but yeah, like the, the, the like I say, it's a complete fucking opposite in the Premier League. Fucking, you've got your Man Cities and everything like that, just fucking spending like it's going out of fucking style. Like, the money's just burning a hole in their fucking pocket. Fucking Jack Grealish, a hundred million. I don't get the fucking big deal about that guy. I really don't. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He is a good player. But there's this fucking like it's probably because he's English. It, like there's the English thing, isn't it? Like that as soon as an English player gets a bit of buzz about him, it just goes over the top really, really quickly, and all of a sudden he's like this next fucking the next fucking George Best or fucking Maradona. It's like, what, because he fucking, his socks barely cover his ankles? Because he wears a stupid fucking headband? To stop his fucking daft, like, bowl cut getting in the fucking way? His hanging bowl? 
It's like he got a like it's like he got a bowl cut, but there was still like some fucking like spaghetti in it. And his mum had to cut around that as well. Like he had the bowl on his head with the spaghetti hanging out, and his mum was like, Oh, I'm gonna have to cut around the spaghetti. And that's why he has to wear the headband to keep the spaghetti back. And then it's like, oh, look at the size of these calves. I've got calves that size and nobody's fucking going on about me. But I, I just loved how, like, fucking Pep Guardiola and, like, about ten interviews coming out and saying, like, oh, we can't afford this, we can't afford that. Uh, another striker, oh, no, we don't have the money for that. We cannot afford Jet Grealish, 100 million we give you. You know, you know what I mean? It doesn't make fucking sense. Like, you know, he knew exactly what he was fucking doing there. And, and anybody who didn't realise what he was doing is a fucking idiot. He's saying, oh, we can't afford this and we can't afford that to get the fucking price done. And has it worked? Who knows? Because a hundred million to me for Jack Grealish still sounds like a lot of fucking money. So what were what the fuck were Aston Villa wanting him before wanting for him before? Fucking two hundred and seventy million. Oh, Man City say they can't afford it. Well, we'll bring it down to a hundred million then, so they, so we can actually get something for him. I know what Pep Guardiola was trying to do, but clearly it hasn't worked. Because they're still having to fucking haul 100 million at their fucking arse to get who they want. And now, for all I'm saying that fucking Messi's in talks with PSG, Man City might get their oar in there as well. And okay, there's no transfer fee involved, but. If if Messi's seen Man City paying a hundred million for Jack Grealish, he's not gonna he's not gonna accept a fifty percent pay cut for them. Tell you that. And paying him fucking half a million a week is as good as any fucking transfer fee. Uh. Oh yeah, fuck knows. Uh, it's kind of scuppered Harry Kane, isn't it? Harry Kane not not fucking turning up to the Spurs training because he wants his move away from that fucking shambles of a fucking club and that fucking baldy alien looking fucking owner Daniel Levy. Looks like the country fucking despicable me. Um, but like that fucking statement though, that Harry Kane put out, is a lot of fucking bullshit. I've never read so much pish in my life. Fucking rattling on about like fucking oh, 
I didn't want to destroy my relationship with the fans. The fans mean everything to me. Uh, I've never ever refused to train. Have a fucking word with yourself, you, you goofy cunt. Never refused to train. I was like, what, what, so you didn't think that training was on? Twice. Two training sessions and not one person tell you, like, oh, you should be at training, mate. You not turning up to those training sessions, knowing that they were happening, is refusing to train. You fucking bell end. And that's what people, like, I, I, what, what annoys me is, like, is the amount of people that don't understand that whenever a football player, or any celebrity for that matter, comes out with, like, one of those statements on social media, where it's like, you know, one of those picture statements, like, you can always tell when it's, like, if they've typed up themselves on just, like, the, on the, the, the text bitty itself. Um, and it's just tweet after tweet after tweet, and you can tell like, with the spelling errors and all that kind of stuff, right? But see when it's those picture ones where it's like all nicely, neatly laid out, and all the spellings are being checked, and it's all oh, great, and I'm like, that's oh, like, that was a PR team that did that. That's not the player. That's not the person saying all this shit. That statement is the result of a meeting between the the person in question and their PR representatives. And their PR representatives are all sitting around saying, right, this is what we need to you to be saying to get you back on side with everybody. It's not necessarily what they mean or what they're thinking and what they actually believe. It's just what the PR team recommends that they should say that won't get them any any more trouble, they think. Like, you can imagine, like, Harry Kane fucking sitting in a wee room with his PR representatives. And they're sitting there like, fucking, okay, Harry, um, it doesn't, like, like it doesn't look like you're going to get your move to Man City, especially if they're interested in Messi. So, um, you've not turned up to training. That looks bad. Um, everybody thinks you're a fucking arsehole now. Um, well, the people that didn't before suddenly think you're an arsehole now. Um, so we need we need to draft a statement and put it on your social media to try and rekindle some sort of trust. Some sort of like professionalism. Uh and make make you make you look put you in a better light um in this whole situation. And Harry Kane's sitting there like Okay then let's do that. Right, so okay, so what, what, like, what? First, what, first, we need to address Harry. Um, is the the fans? Um, the fans are all very angry at you for like turning your back on the club and say, "I like the fans." 
I don't want to. I don't want the fans to hate me. I I want the fans to fucking to love me. So just say that I I sorry and I don't want there to be shattered. Okay, Harry will certainly put that in in some way, shape or form, probably a bit more eloquently than you just put it with a little lot less liquid. Um so okay, we'll get we'll, we'll address that. Um and the other thing is also about um you refusing to train. I didn't refuse to train. I like train. Choo choo no, not that kind of train, Harry. Like football training. You haven't been you, you haven't been turning up to work. That doesn't look good. You're probably going to get fined. That's fine. No, it's not fine. Just because cause it's called a fine doesn't mean it's fine. And stop fucking spitting on us. I'm not wearing a fucking swimsuit here. It's just a suit. There's no swim involved anywhere. I mean, I don't have. To, I don't want to have to bring my fucking water wings every time we have a meeting. Okay. Okay, sorry. Um. So yeah, like we're going to have to. We're going to have to address you not turning up to training. So what we'll do is we'll say you've never refused to train. Well, I've never refused to train. You have. You fucking have. You knew it was going. You knew training was on and you never fucking went. You're not that much of a fucking downy. You look it and you sound it, but you're not. So don't come with that. Don't come that push with me. Right? I may be your PR representative and I'm trying to fucking help you here. But you're not doing yourself any favours. Well, say that you never refused to train. But you have to know in your fucking head that you did refuse to train. Otherwise, I don't care what the fucking day with you. Okay. Say I never refused to try. Because I didn't refuse to try. Whatever, okay, right. You didn't refuse to train, whatever. We'll go with that anyway. And hopefully these fucking cunt fans fucking swallow it. Them, and I, I doubt the media will swallow it because it's not interesting to them that you didn't that you didn't refuse to train. It's interesting to them that you did refuse to train, which you did. Um, because you want to move away, and now you're kind of scared that you're not getting it, and you want to fucking you didn't want to burn your bridges. That's the problem here, Harry, isn't it? I don't like Bridget. Whatever. Yeah, so like yeah, that's that's my that's how I imagine Harry Kane's PR meetings would go. Um in this particular case, anyway. Um Well yeah, the, the general consent the general vibe being that it's like a lot of pish. Like it's just, like, like I say, it's just a, a, a statement drafted by a committee that want to put him in a better light. It's by no means his real feelings. 
So anybody that's gullible enough to fucking swallow that needs to have a fucking word with himself. Because it's bollocks. Um, so yeah, like, to, to be honest with you, like the, the reason there's been so much of a gap between these fucking podcast episodes is because, well, it's the off-season for a start. I wasn't giving a shit about the Olympics. Um, and I wasn't going to do a pod- podcast about fucking pre-season friendlies. Because, look, let's face it, who gives a flying toss about them? Um, but I thought, like, now since the season's a way to start again, um, well, the Premier League season is, and I'm not even going to be fucking watching the Premier League because I don't give a fuck about it anymore, um, I thought I would get it going again, and maybe the episodes will be more frequent, it depends on how much I give a shit, um, I've been trying to do it like like at least monthly, um, and I might ju- I might do that anyway, um, because after a month there's so much more to talk about, um, rather than just every week and I can't commit to every week to be honest because some weeks I just can't be fucking bothered doing it, um, at least if I do it monthly, then. It doesn't have to be like a certain day, a certain time or whatever like that. It can just be like once, any time in the month. Um, and it'll just pop up randomly. Um, when I, whenever I feel like fucking recording it. Um, that just sounds like a better... It sounds easier for me. Um, because... All this this football shit's getting fucking boring now. Even the transfer stuff. It's just ridiculous. Like it just like I used to love tr- the transfer window. I used to fucking like like constantly be looking at oh who's going where, um, what who's who's my team signing and like blah 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 like looking up all the rumors and all that kind of thing. Now it's just fucking pointless because. Every team is linked with fucking everybody. And these fucking media outlets are so desperate for headlines and for a story and everything like that. They'll just make up any old shit. Any old fucking pish. Just just to fucking get a few clicks. And we're just hearing here that, that Cristiano Ronaldo is on a flight to London. Could it could it could it be for a medical with Wimbledon? Stay tuned. Uh, 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 Archie, you're not you know you're not actually suggesting that Cristiano Ronaldo's going to be signing for Wimbledon, are you? No, not really. But they'll get a few hits on YouTube, won't it? That's that's their attitude. No fucking ounce of truth whatsoever. Let's just slap a a player and a team together and watch the internet implode and watch our clicks and our fucking views and everything fucking soar. That's how it is. It's just, it's, it's an entertainment industry now. It's not fucking... 
It's not news. It's just it's a game of poker. So like how like let's bluff people into fucking caring about our articles and our stories. Which fucking winds me up now because like you just you just kind of take anything as genuine. You're like oh well, like you, you read something and you're like oh really like oh that's interesting and then you find out like five minutes later that it's a lot of bullshit and you're like oh well that's fucking two minutes of my life I'm no getting back. Be as well no fucking reading that. Uh, so yeah like I, I used to love it but it's fucking pish now. It's just boring. Every year it's just like, oh, everybody's linked with everybody good. Like, see you later. I'm sick of it. But, uh, anyway, the, fo- the football season, the actual football season started for me two weeks ago. When my, my new, the new team that I'm supporting, the Bremen, in the the Bundesliga 2, however you say that in fucking German. And that's been the annoying thing so far, is um, because Werder Bremen got relegated, um, it's hard, it's been hard to get like coverage of the game in the UK. Um, well, in general. But also, when you do get coverage of it, you kind of get it without German commentary. It's always German commentary because no, there's no English broadcaster that really gives a fuck about the just the Bundesliga second tier. So you're 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 just fucking sitting watching it, and in the background you've got fucking it's amazing. Why is they do that? That's a fucking shit German accent. I don't even know how to do it. Who's got into the ball is yeah, yeah. That wasn't any better. I'm shit at fucking foreign accents. Um, I fucking can't, I can barely do my fucking. Oh, I can barely do <laughs> the fucking uh, British accents. Never mind foreign. So don't come at me. About my fucking shit German accents that just sound like fucking I've had a stroke. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of annoying, like like not, like having to listen to German commentary when you're watching it. But uh, I suppose I, I fucking made my bed when I decided to support a German football team, so I to fucking bite the bullet on that. But uh. It's been an alright start to the season in our attempts to fucking get back to the main Bundesliga where we belong. Um, a draw in the first game against Hanover was a bit disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, considering that Hanover went on to get pumped in the next game from like Hansa Rostock or something. Who just got promoted. Um, but. Um, a 3-2 away win. 
against Dusseldorf was a good response, although I could have done with it being a bit more convincing. A win's a win, I suppose. Um, I'm fucking so dramatic as well. Um, Bremen were fucking 2-1 up going into stoppage time, and then I think it was like the 94th or the 95th minute, Dusseldorf equalised. I know you were thinking, oh fuck, we've let the fucking three points slip in the last fucking minute. And then, straight after the, the, the game re-kicked off, uh, Werder Bremen got a penalty in the 96th minute, and scored it to win 3-2. So, that was... Something. <laughs> uh, your fucking heart is a bit fucking pumping through your fucking ribs. If that's even what your heart's beneath. If, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. I don't know what where my organs are. Um, I was a bit coming through my fucking chest anyway when I was watching it. Um, but thank God. Thank God that happened and we got the three points because four points after two games is obviously better than two. It's twice as good as two, actually. Uh, but yeah, it's a fucking... The DFB Pokal this week. And I always hated... As an Arsenal fan, I always hated Cup weekends. Because it was like, oh. Gives a fuck. Um, but as a Bremen fan, I'm actually quite looking forward to. Because we had a good cup run, a cup run last year. Um, and we got to the semi finals and just like narrowly lost out to RB Leipzig in extra time. Uh, so another cup run this season wouldn't go amiss, but. The priority is promotion back to the Bundesliga. Uh, hopefully with the, the title to go along with it. Uh, but promotion regardless is the priority. Uh, so yeah. Um, I don't really know of anything else to fucking talk about to be honest. What have I done? I've done Messi, I've done Kane, I've done Grealish, I've done the start of the season for Werder Bremen. There's really nothing else I give a fuck about, to be honest, in football. And that's not even saying that I gave a fuck about Kane, Messi or fucking Grealish. They're just, they were just things I had opinions on that I thought would be good for a podcast episode. Uh, but yeah, I've got fuck all else in the tank, so um, I'm off to probably have a shower and shit because I still fucking smell from the gym yesterday and all that kind of stuff. And sweating in my bed. Um, so yeah, that's been the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed me sitting, ranting and blethering Pish as usual. Um, it's maybe that's nah, not brightened up your day, has it? With all my fucking thinking. Um, 
But yeah, anyway, that's it. Um, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, yeah, fuck off back to your life. <laughs>